Welcome back to the Tan and J-Man show on this uh, rainy Monday afternoon. Uh, hopefully everyone uh, sprung their clocks forward so you aren't missing out on uh, this epic version of the Tan and J-Man show. This episode is brought to you as it is every week by the Dan Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or handcraft cocktail, the Dan Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou that focuses on freshness and quality. The Dam Smoke is here and it is available on weekends and features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou on their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boat or wheels. The Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Way better than he did two weeks ago. Yes, sir. Very glad he didn't have to pass it on to me this week. So, you know, there was a moment about halfway through that I might have uh, that I almost did do that because I uh, felt myself uh, screwing up. Can you turn down my headphones a little bit, please? Sure. My ears are hurting. Want to hear some birdie bogey? Sure. That's perfect. Thank you, sir. Much obliged. So, Io DeSumo was named a first team all Big Ten performer by the media. And Kofi Coburn was named uh, All Big Ten or Big Ten Freshman of the Year. Can you name the last two players that uh, Illinois had that were named first team, and the last player to um, be named off or I'm <laughs> screwing up to be named Freshman of the Year? Uh, Can you name the last player to be named to the All Big Ten First Team, and yeah. the last player to be named? Big Ten Freshman of the Year at the University of Illinois. I'll actually give you a hint right now. Okay. Both happened in the exact same year, just like. Uh, All right. Just like this year. I will have to spend the next hour thinking about that because I'm I'm not quite sure off the top of my head. It's been a rough uh, decade or so for uh, Lion Eye Athletics. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your membership today. Get your veggies. I thought you said get your membership. <laughs> yeah, uh, take advantage of that. Go on their Facebook page, like Josh said, or their newly revamped website or Instagram and find out more information. Um, definitely take them up. Great deals. Yes, sir. Good way to get a fresh... Organic uh, produce. There's some good-looking greenhouses out there. Yep. Is it just one greenhouse, or is there multiple? Three. Three greenhouses. Three, I believe. Yep. Get your veggies. Yep. Definitely. Well, are you ready for uh, some on this day? Let's hear it. All right. So let me pull it up here after I do this. Okay. Have you looked at the on this day yet? No. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Probably a lot of conference tournaments, which... Uh, have really kicked off last week. Uh, this week is one of my favorite sports weeks of the year. Get all the conference tournaments and championships. And On this day in 1897, the Cleveland Indians fans started calling the team Indians. It became official in 1915. What were they? Doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't? Mm-mm. On this day in 1936, Babe Ruth... Pretty good baseball player. Not bad. He turned down the Reds to make a comeback as a player. 
The Reds wanted him to make a comeback. I did not know that. As a pitcher? Just as, as a player. Uh, on this day, 1946, Ted Williams was offered $500,000 to play in the Mexican Baseball League. He refused. It's a lot of money back then. It's a, a lot, lot of, money of money now, let's be honest. On this day, 1961, Wilt Chamberlain of the M- NBA Philadelphia Warriors scored 67 points against the New York Knicks. Wasn't that the same team he scored 100 against, the Knicks? It was. He liked playing against the Knicks. Yeah. They were called the Cleveland Naps. Hmm. From 1903 to 1914. In 1901, they were called the Cleveland Blues. In 1902, they were called the Cleveland, uh, looks like Broncos, but it's spelled Bronchos. Hmm. Well, that's how Lafayette Jeff High School spells it, Broncos. B-R-O-N-C-H-O-S. I prefer Bronchos. Uh, On this day in 1989, Roger Kingdom ran a world record 60-meter hurdles indoors in 7.36 seconds. That's J-Man speed. Could you jump over a hurdle? I used to be able to in high school. Really? Yeah. When they set them up, we ran them one time in gym class, and I, could, I couldn't I could do it fast, but I could jump over them. There's no way I'd be able to. I don't know to. if I could now, though. No shot I'd be able to. <laughs> Sounds like another video idea. No. <laughs> I'm refusing that one. On this Wish day, I could retroactively refuse the one-on-one game now, too. On, uh, well, you can't, so... Uh, on this day, 1995, uh, baseball awarded a franchise to Tampa Bay, to the Tampa Bay, which became the Devil Rays. Um, Can you name their first manager? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I can see him. Larry Rothschild, mm. former Cubs and Yankees yep. pitching coach. He was just canned. Yes, he was. Did, was it last year he got canned after the season, or yes, you're correct. The year before. Yep, nope. I believe it was last year. On this day in 2002, Joe Sackick, Colorado Avalanche legend and their current GM, he played his 1,000th career game. Is that a lot in hockey? That's quite a few games. It's over 10 years, I guess. Yeah. It's how many games they play? 80-something? Do they play that many in the I year? couldn't tell you. I'm not a hockey 60 guy. 60-something, maybe? You're the hockey guy. I don't know how many they play off the top of my head. Die-hard hockey guy over here. <laughs> Die-hard, nah. There was a lot of SEC and ACC Basketball tournaments, but a lot of them were in the 90s or before. There wasn't any Big Ten, so I didn't want to share any of it. Big Ten, well, Big Ten. Two years ago, the Big Ten tournament was already done. Yeah. And Madison Square Garden because I had to play the. Because uh, the Big East. Week before because of the Big East. Um, yeah. I'd, so since there's no uh, Big Ten tournament on there, I'm not going to. Not going to worry about it. And that's all we got today. Not it's really anything weak. great on March 9th. That's some NCAA tournament stuff coming up, though. But uh, on this day, this month in March, is brought to you by Roadstar Driving School of Fulton County. Service all of your team's driver driver's education needs. Call Joel and Ashley Burris at 574-780-2291. Or you can email them at fulton at roadstardriving.com. I remember those days. Oh, yes. Got some good driver's ed stories. Got an A+. Plus. I don't believe you. Got an A+. Plus. A++. Plus plus. You've told me some stories that I think would make it possible for you not to get an A++. Plus plus. Um, Screeching the tires up in Plymouth. Yeah, I kind of did a burnout accidentally. I uh, just hit 
the light turned green and I hit the gas as hard as I could. Yeah. <laughs> That's typical. Typically doesn't end well. Not, uh, and uh, our driver's ed teacher had just filled up with gas, and he yelled at me pretty good. (laughs) Deservedly so, it sounds like. Dropped a friend off at a a house, and the dog came running out and jumped in the car, and the um, (laughs) driver's ed teacher yelled at me for opening the car door for the dog jump in the driver's ed car see i didn't have anything like that happen to um, me but and it wasn't my fault either <laughs> dumb dog dumb dog oh man that's pretty good stuff yeah but uh but seriously for, for uh, all your kids drivers education needs give them a call or email today education all right jay man well uh the big 10 regular season has come to a close three-way tie up at the top sconson got the one seed weren't even thinking about them like three weeks ago and they just have they lost in the past couple weeks doesn't feel like it doesn't they've had the easiest schedule in the big 10 i know um only had to play the really good teams once and they got to clean up on like northwestern and nebraska yeah but uh hey it's not their fault to their schedule yep wisconsin maryland and michigan state all tied uh, maryland got the two yes they did no 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 michigan, michigan state, state got, got the, two. the two maryland got the three maryland's first big 10 title since they've joined yeah um, pretty good team they, yeah. they kind of limped to the finish line they should have really wanted outright they had a two-game lead at one point just a few weeks ago yep over penn state and penn state ended up with a Six. Six seed, yep. So, yep. It's, they uh, definitely limped to the finish line. Oh, yeah. I mean, Big they, time. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lost like four or five or five or six to end the season. Yep. Um, Lamar Stevens really struggled down the stretch, and I thought he was going to end up being left off the first team all Big Ten. But he was But nice. he made both coaches and media, I believe. Why don't so. you talk about the first team Big Ten? Yeah, first team, uh, I have tweeted – Many times the past few weeks, it would be a travesty if Iodasumu was left off the first team. Well, he did make one of the first teams, and that was the media, uh, which know more than the coaches, in my opinion, because they watch all the games. Um, but the other four guys on there were both coaches and media, and that was Lamar Stevens, Luke Garza, who won uh, Big Ten Player of the Year. He has scored 20 or more points in 16 straight Big Ten games. Wow. That is insane. That's just ridiculous. Fifth most scoring in Big Ten games per game uh, ever. He averaged 26 points per game in Big Ten play. Uh, I think Big Dog was in that top five. Uh, Scott Skiles, Plymouth grad, was in the the top five, and he went to Michigan State. Um, Who else made it? Cassius Winston. He's made it probably three straight years, hasn't he? Probably. All I don't know that off the top of my head. All-time leading assist man in Big Ten history. Yep. And as I said, Lamar Stevens made uh, coaches and media's first team. Io made media. Uh, Anthony Cowan made coaches. And I think we were talking last week how it was a coin flip, and, you know, it ended up being a coin flip. Um, both guys deserving to be on there, and both guys made it. So it was nice to see uh, Io get the recognition he deserved. Uh, since coming back from injury, he's averaging over 20 points a game. He's just – the absolute closer in the Big Ten, although he did miss front end of a one-and-one with 17 seconds left. That gave Iowa a chance to tie or take the lead last night. Uh, But he made 
big shot after big shot late to extend the lead. Sounds like Geo Baker. Um, Geo Baker's also uh, has a clutchness factor to he him, and you does. saw that firsthand on Saturday, didn't saw you? Saw it two years ago in Mass Square Garden when he's a freshman, but he's only a junior. Feels yeah. feels like he's been there he's a decade. Gonna, he'll uh, be a G leaguer, in my opinion. He's a great athlete, kind of undersized, uh, solid shooter. Um, he he made third team all Big Ten, and his numbers though weren't really. He, no, he, he probably shouldn't have even made um, any team, but uh, media loves the clutchness factor. That's the second time I've used clutchness. <laughs> is that a word, clutchness? It is now. Clutch. It's in, it's in the J-Man dictionary. Clutch a team. Man, I, sh- I should write a dictionary of all my, <laughs> of all my uh, words. Get I on that, with. J-Man. J-Man's dictionary, not Webster's. J-Man's. Just listen to J-Man. It's, it's like an urban dictionary type uh type deal for me but i don't know uh, if it'd be appropriate for uh families or little kids to i'll flip through i'll come up with my own definitions too for uh each word <laughs> defense player of the year xavier tillman uh oh, was he i did not see yes him on he um, interesting he had been called the defensive player of the year for like the past month i've just heard everyone talk about he's this great defender so he obviously is if you want it um, sixth man of the year was um, Wiggins from Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize he came off the bench. I thought he started for him. He might have early in the year, but coach of the year was Greg Gard. Hard can't, to you can't argue with yeah, that. Can't argue that. We, it's funny though. A few weeks ago, he wasn't even in our no c- conversation. We were bringing up Pykele and uh, Chambers and Underwood, Underwood and, and even uh, Fran McCaffrey. I think at the time, even. yeah threw him out there but Iowa kind of did what they usually do sure. uh down the stretch and that's just not play very good basketball yep. but uh I thought uh, for the most part uh, they got it right Trace Jackson Davis was the only Hoosier on um any of the three teams and he was the third teamer both media and coaches as I said Kofi Coburn won freshman of the year um he uh kind of struggled there from Probably the start of February to about the middle of February. Then he kind of turned it on again. Had a real bad game against Ohio State on Thursday. But bounced back and had a solid game against uh, Iowa last night. He was deserving. I mean, you take him off that team, and they're probably not even a tourney team if you're having to rely on Georgia. Yeah, he, made, he made a difference just being on the court. All oh, three shots just with the size and def- everything. Defensively, it was huge. And he's not even a great shot blocker. Of course, he had six against Indiana last week. Yeah, his time um, his uh timing was great but that game. Just having him out there with his size just as you said altered shots. I mean, yep. previous two years of Brad Underwood's um tenure, they they were a layup line defense. They kind of overplayed um and they just give up layup after layup, but having Kofi there's changed a lot. Um so he was definitely deserving of Big 10 freshman of the year. Yeah. Purdue didn't have any on the first three teams. Uh, honorable mention was Travion Williams. Uh, they did have Nojel Eastern on the first team all defense. Became uh, Purdue's sixth player in their history to be named uh, first team all defense in the Big Ten twice. Or multiple times, I should say. At least twice. Rafe Davis do it twice? I think Rafe did. Uh, Kramer did four times. All four years. Um, right? He was two-time defense player of the year. Uh, I don't know if A.J. Hammonds did twice or not. Or Jawan Johnson. I know he did once. Hmm. I'll have to look it up. I'd have to look that up. Kenneth Lowe did it because I know he was uh, two-time Big Ten defender of the year. So, 
defense lives here, I guess. That's what they say. Yeah. At times, <laughs> when, when they want it to, when they want it to. Yeah. But uh, tough week for Purdue. They got the game nobody was really expecting them to up at Iowa and then dropped the one that a lot of people were expecting them to win at home against Rutgers, even though I told you they were going to lose. You did, uh, but I uh, never picking against Purdue again at Mackey. I don't care if they're a five, bad team. Five losses at home this year, including four in the Big Ten, lost three of their last four at home. They Man, win, they, I didn't realize that. They win their home games they make the tournament. It's funny. Everybody got on for the road struggles. They end up with four road wins, including three in conference. And two the, uh, quad wanners. It was the home, the home losses that did them in. Yeah, Illinois kind of started the uh, Big Ten home loss streak for uh, Purdue, and then it just kind of carried over. Who'd they lose to? Penn State. Well, yeah, three of the last four, um, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan and Michigan, I was at that game. And they beat Indiana was the Rutgers. one they beat in there in the last four. So, disappointing. I yeah, mean, really, pretty, pretty really, um here. Their Big Ten or their NCAA tournament, tournament hopes really took a shot in the gut. So heading into yeah, Indianapolis, they had a pretty decent shot after winning at Iowa. Uh, you yeah. you win at home Rutgers against Rutgers, you probably one if not one. Two I think two, in, two, two. They would have been feeling pretty good. One, yeah. they would have been sweating it out. Um, but now it's kind of a moot point. I think they have to at least get to Sunday. I would say, if so. not, win it to get in. Depends I, I know on who they beat on the road there. Probably, I know Lenardi has um, them as next four out um the delphi bracketology who does seventh team out i was gonna say they have them in the next eight out um the delphi bracketology is pretty dang good they've actually had a show on they um, do a show on the isc sports sports network you're watching us if you're watching us live on there right now i forgot to say that early and i feel bad about it now We are live on the ISC Sports Yeah, we have Sports five people Network. watching on Facebook right now. So if you're watching, feel free to comment. We got it up here on the ask, laptop. So ask will, us questions. We will answer your questions as they come in. So f- please feel free to yes, sir. comment. So that's something we're going to get better at. We've done a bad job. And we've past. been horrendous. Yeah, really have. We've so. dropped the ball. Well, you want to go over to the Big Ten Tournament? Sure. First, I, I kind of want to talk about that Illinois-Iowa game last night. Oh, okay. Night. Um. So for those that don't know me, I'm a big University of Illinois fan. And I forgot how much fun college basketball is when your team's pretty good. Um, It's been seven years since they made the NCAA tournament, which is uh, pathetic um, for the University of Illinois. From 19, I think it was 76-ish to 2013, they had never missed the NCAA tournament two years in a row. Ended up missing it. Seven straight years. Hopefully it never happens again. But they are an absolute <laughs> lock, and now they're playing for seeding. Now you said that it's going to happen starting next year. So and I know it. <laughs> next, next year, though, they could have their most talented roster they've had since, like, 2009, 10, something like that. But they'll be pretty young and inexperienced, uh, so that's going to be my excuse. No, if things, great. things don't go well. I had yeah. the He had the injury excuse in football this year, and I was sick of hearing that. So sure. I'm going to have the uh, – an experience down excuse. eighth on their depth chart positions. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you probably didn't watch much of the... I didn't watch any of it. Illinois-Iowa game. I was uh, recording another podcast. Iowa came out hot, got up 29-19. Uh, Kofi Coburn was an absolute beast those first five to ten minutes and kind of kept a minute. Kipper Nichols, senior, played his best game of the season. Only game all year he's been in double figures scoring. Wow. Uh, he had 10 or 12, I don't remember. Uh, had a big dunk which uh, 
According to Underwood, uh, Kipper is 0 for his career trying to dunk the ball, but he actually had one last night, a two-handed slam, had three offensive rebounds. He had a great game. Ayodesumu, 17 points, seven rebounds, eight assists. It's phenomenal. They need to get Trent Frazier going. This team is another level of good if Trent Frazier is hitting the three ball. He is seven for his last 45 from three. That's pathetic. After hitting five at Purdue. Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. It's <laughs> and, then, at all. and then he had, I think he had three in the first half against Iowa. The next. Uh, very ne- not the very next game. He had a good first half against Michigan. Then he had a decent game against Minnesota. But since that Iowa game, 7 for 45 from 3. Uh, this is a guy who shot 42% from 3 last year. If they wanna win, want to win an NCAA tournament game, he's got to make shots. Has to make shots because they've been kind of a one- or two-man show uh, with Ayo Sumu and Andres Feliz, who they are just going to miss dearly next year. He's a senior. I'll forever be indebted to Ayo Sumu and Andres Feliz for bringing Illinois basketball back to relevance. Uh, Ayo, I've said it many times, he could have gone to any school in the country. Five-star guy. Uh, decided to stay home and bring his uh, – Home state program. Back to the NCAA tournament. Could have easily gone pro after his freshman year last year, but decided to come back. Probably made the um, right move. He absolutely he made the right move. I was actually watching highlights uh, from his season last year, just last night. He looked so much skinnier and sure. less athletic than he is now. Uh, so it's been a huge year. No to, way he comes back next year, right? No, no, no he's gone. No, that's a, just a, a – Barring injury. Right. That was a foregone conclusion, really, coming into the year. Um, the label program changer gets bandied about quite a bit. I would assume we absolutely changed the culture of this program and um, be forever indebted to him. He'll only be there two years, but he is an absolute legend and should have his jersey up in the rafters uh, someday. On- Andres Feliz, though, again, Bulldog. He wears 11, though, right? Wears 11. It's already, it's already up there. Uh, well, um, well, they obviously don't retire numbers. No, they don't. Yeah, uh, not many colleges seems like do anymore. Only... Um, I don't remember how many guys have had 11 since D Brown. It was kind of like the Robbie Hummel thing. They didn't want anyone wearing four or, uh, yeah, now they don't seem to care. I mean, heck, Carson right. Edwards graduated last year and Jihad Proctor's wearing three this year. Right. So. Um, kind of made Carson mad. Actually. I think Aaron Cosby might've been the first one to wear number 11. Was Legion 11? No, he was number two, wasn't he? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what number he was. Um, now he might have been thirty-three. Now, but Iodesumu deserved. <laughs> Alex Legion was thirty-three. No. Um, man, you're really good at numbers. Oh, that's weird. Alex Legion, <laughs> not when it counts like math. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Legion was the absolute worst too, and you remember his number. It's yeah, impressive. Um, um, but if anyone deserved to get number eleven since D Brown, it's been Iodesumu. He's as much of a fan favorite probably as D Brown was. Maybe not as much because D was there four years, so we'll do a national championship. But yeah. uh Ohio deserves it. So uh I forget what I we were talking about. We're uh, gonna do the big that's ten right. bracket, Let's go. bracket but El Illinois won by two yeah. last night. <laughs> I'll go through on my phone. All right, no, and, I already uh, know I did this last night, so I'm I'm staying consistent with every game I picked. All right, well I'm gonna get on my phone. We, we we can go through like the other ones, too. Yeah. I also got a mock draft to go over. Oh, time. that's right. Forgot you had a little NFL talk. Yeah. A free agency starts a week from uh, Wednesday? Yes. 18th? 17th, I thought. 18th? Okay. 
17th or 18th. Yeah. Wednesday week. night at 6 o'clock, we have the Northwestern Wildcats versus the Minnesota Gophers. Give me Minnesota in a close game. Northwestern just absolutely waxed Penn State on uh, Saturday. They got up 16-2. to Penn State clawed back and I think tied it at half, but then Northwestern put up 80 points yeah. on them. Worst offense in the Big Ten. Penn State was out without Mike Watkins. That definitely hurts because yeah. he is the uh, career leader in blocks in the nation, I believe. Actively. Active. Yeah, active. Sorry. Forgot to mention that. Give me the Gophers in a close one. It's a good one. Nebraska at Indiana. It's not at Indiana. It's, it's not at Indiana. They <laughs> played in Indianapolis, but it pretty much will be at Indiana. Nebraska uh, might not have a that's fan there. They might not even have any parents there. Uh, I will take Indiana easily. <laughs> the only way. I personally don't see Indiana making the tournament. NCAs is if they lose this one, they are not making it. I saw a um, media personality, Brad Evans, who I respect. He used to work for NBC, and now he's kind of a freelance guy. He said, "If Indiana loses to Nebraska, they'll be in the NIT, and Archie Miller should be fired on the spot." They won't do that, but Nebraska, without their two best players, two of their best players, and. Deshaun Burke and Cam Mack. Um, they're suspended indefinitely. I can't imagine they'll be back. No, I wouldn't um, think so. I think they're just going to suspend them for the rest of the season, which will only be one game because the Hoosiers win by 40. <laughs> Minnesota put up 110 on them last yeah, night or something. But that was Nebraska when they were fully healthy. But they played in – they gave Indiana all they wanted at assembly. Nebraska was without – oh, yes. But Indiana, was one, of their, one of their ago. two road wins was at Nebraska. That feels like a long time ago. Two road they wins. Beat yep. Purdue and um, yeah, it was lost it was back at, in December. Yeah, it was those back-to-back yep. games. Those were probably two of their best games they played all year in Nebraska. Yep. yep. Thursday at noon, Michigan against Rutgers. Give me Michigan. Hard to beat a, beat a team three times in yeah, the I same know it. season. I know it. Uh, but I am picking Michigan as well. They usually play well in the Big Ten tournament. They're fully healthy. When they're fully healthy, they're really good. Rutgers is good too. They don't have to worry about getting in the tournament. They're in for the first They're time in, in our absolutely. lifetime. It was ninety-one. A, it was a great week for them to beat oh, Maryland. Yeah. Two quad one yeah, wins. They this did. Week, they so. did what you do when you're on the bubble. They didn't talk about Sesame Street. They won basketball games. <laughs> it's a nice little shot. It's a nice little shot at a, a little Archie. Just a little fellow. At 225, which it won't be 225, it'll probably be closer to three. We have the both have the Minnesota Gophers playing against the Iowa Hawkeyes. This was a good game, at least up in uh, the barn when it they played. It was a great game. Give me Iowa, though. Iowa's my least favorite college basketball team. I don't mind their football that much. <laughs> who did you tell? Who did you tell us to stop crying on Twitter? Oh, uh, old uh, is it CJ? It's CJ Frederick. Oh, the yeah, um, freshman. Trent Frazier shut him down last night, held him to three points, and Frederick was crying after the game. You know, I don't complain much, but uh, I was getting held on every single possession. I thought they could have called a foul every single possession, and they didn't. They started crying. So I told him, aw, you mad. That's what an <laughs> Iowa fan did to me. Yeah. Remember that? Hey, I, I forgot to tell you this. Two random Iowa fans came at me on Twitter last week, but I went to check their bios, and they had 30 followers each, so I said they weren't, yeah, they not, weren't worth my time. Not worth it. Uh, that Iowa Hawkeye franchise, franchise fan, fan base pretty whiny. is the worst. Um, Fran McCaffrey is the worst. Connor McCaffrey, his son, is the worst. There were four technicals in that game last night. Of course, you, you kind of called it. There'd be a fight. And uh, 
Yeah. Trent Frazier got C.J. Frederick's head, and they both got a double T. DeMonte Williams was lucky because he kind of stripped the ball away from Connor McCaffrey after they had blown the whistle, and McCaffrey kind of pushed him, and DeMonte went like that and missed hitting him by just not very much. Uh, he well, he would have been kicked out. And probably suspended. And probably suspended for this. Uh, so he's very lucky he didn't because DeMonte that Williams. That the second time Illinois had a guy suspended for a game. Do, do yeah. all the court actions. Um, Alan Griffin's was just pure stupidity. Yes. This would have been just heat of the moment. Yes. Still stupid. Yeah. Um, and DeMonte Williams has actually been their most consistent three-point shooter after, after not, not scoring. Point, a month and a half. He did not score a point in Big Ten play the first nine games. I don't know if I've ever heard of somebody And now that. he's nine for his last 17 from three, hit two of them last night, scored his third most points he ever has in a Big Ten game. Uh, last night he had nine, and <laughs> he's a junior. Uh, great defender, but, um, yeah, give me the Hawkeyes against the uh, Gophers. Your Purdue Boilermakers mm-hmm. against Ohio State. Only played Ohio State once this year. It was in Columbus. It was ugly from Purdue's standpoint. Ohio State bullied him around, shot the ball well. <laughs> but for some reason, I think Purdue's going to get it done. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lose and just go home to the NIT. But I think they're going to get it done over Ohio State. Purdue is 16-15. and 15. Um if they lose, can they make the yes. NIC at 500? Yes, you can. Yep. Um, it doesn't happen often, but you can. Yes. They probably don't deserve the it's, – it's crazy that I think they're closer to the NCAA tournament than they are the NIT because I remember Illinois – I'd be fine with not playing the NIT. Fine. Illinois went 17 – Just into season. That's 17 and 15 the year Weber got canned. They even promoted one of their assistants to interim thinking they'd get an NIT bid, and they didn't get it at 17 and 15. Yeah. Um, give me Ohio State. Close one, though. I think Purdue hangs in there. Um, I just think Ohio State's a lot better. And they're playing good basketball, too. Of course, they got beat. No one was winning on Cassius Winston's senior day. Speaking of that, David Brash just joined the – he's a big Michigan State fan, just joined chat chat room, said, go green. Yeah. <laughs> they're rolling. He's not going to get a good reply from me there. They are rolling, though. They're rolling. And he might want to stay tuned to my predictions here. So we both have the Indiana Hoosiers against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Mike Watkins back? Is he hurt? I, I think it was a one-game suspension. Oh, he's suspended. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but give me Indiana in a close – or no, give me Penn State in a close one, uh, but it would not shock me if Indiana wins this game, but give me Penn State. Give me Indiana. They got Penn State once. It'll be an Indiana home game. Oh, sure. Um, especially they'll be there at 630 to root against Purdue. Sure. And uh, but then if Purdue wins, there'll be a lot of Purdue fans there sticking around and rooting against uh, yep. Indiana. Um, Penn State limping to mm-hmm. the finish line big time. They got uh, their second leading score back, Marion Jones, um, but it hasn't really gone well. They got beat by Michigan State and Northwestern. Yep, lost to Illinois at home at Indiana. I think they've lost four of their last five, and the one game they won was. They blew a twenty-point lead hit a late three. against Rutgers and hit a late three to yep. save it. Yep. Friday we have the both have Michigan against Wisconsin. Give me Michigan in the upset. Give me Michigan in the upset as well. I think Wisconsin's a week one. Even though they're playing well, I just think they're week one. I'd love to play. They them. have had the easiest schedule in the Big Ten um, out of any of the team. Yep. I think Tony Kornheiser on. Uh, Pardon the interruption. Is that what it – pardon yeah, the interruption? PTI, yep. Um, today said if Wisconsin – it just shows they don't know college basketball, either of those guys, Wilbon or Kornheiser. Wilbon says, should. He's a Northwestern grad. Well, he doesn't because he's a Northwestern grad and he's only seen him in the tournament once. But anyway – Until this year, they made him more recently than Illinois did. Not anymore. 
And that <laughs> just saying, it, it will last <laughs> for a while because Northwestern's garbage. They're going to be good here soon. Uh, nope, garbage. Okay. Um, he said if Wisconsin wins the Big Ten tournament, they're a one seed in the no. NCAA. No. I, I think their ceiling's like a four or five if they win it. Probably. Maybe a three. Maybe I don't a three. Know. I don't know. I haven't, um, looked, I haven't watched much basketball outside the Big Ten this year. It's really bad. So, Give, give me Michigan as well. Okay. Yeah, we got to get going. <laughs> 225. It will not be 225. I don't know why I keep saying the times because <laughs> they're going to fluctuate um, all day. We both have the Iowa Hawkeyes in a rematch, rubber match, against the Fighting Illini. Give me your Illini. Um, Two good games they split this year. Io said last night, uh, they hate us, we hate them. Um, it's tough to beat a team twice in a row. I will have their feet under them because they played the day before. Well, they could be a little banged up and tired. Could be. Um, man. I have to pick the Illini. I have to do I can't not. Pick. Say this is your least favorite college basketball team, and you're pick, I can't, over your favorite team. I want to be smart about it because my book it's going to contradict oh, who I, I pick. You got to do your book it now. Um, okay. So anyway, you have Purdue mm-hmm. playing the Michigan State Spartans. Mm-hmm. What you got? I got Michigan State. I have Ohio State playing the Michigan State Spartans. It'll be, in my rematch opinion, a rematch, just like Illinois Iowa. Um, and give me, give me Sparty. Mm-hmm. Playing well right now. Playing well, um, Cassius Winston had a great senior day. Sometimes you see guys press. Lamar mm-hmm. Stevens was awful on his senior day, shot like 317. Mm-hmm. Cassius put up, I think he was 27 points. Tommy Luce didn't get a chance to play on his senior uh, day. <laughs> they, they should have put him in. Got a great video package, though. I mean, Scott I Van Pelt it. did a, yeah. a part for him. That's pretty cool. He is the most well-known walk-on <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Uh, not um, Snacks now. And he Snacks, that was, that was cool. Is he a walk-on? I believe he's a walk-on. He only scored like three points. Isn't he like a manager? I don't know. Dude's 500 pounds. I don't know, man. I was going to say something. David Brush, an easy game, green by 16. I could see that. Um, they're usually pretty dang good. In Wasn't the, green uh, by 16 the first time they played. Big 10. by about a million. Well, I haven't played in Ohio State. Yeah. Give, me, uh, give me Sparty. You have Penn State against Maryland. Give me Maryland in a good game. I think that'll be a good game. Probably the two most athletic teams in the conference, I would say. Mm-hmm. Pure athleticism. Uh, give me Maryland um, over Indiana, actually. I haven't played in Indiana. So, uh, give me Maryland. I think Indiana will be fine. Uh, they'll definitely be fine if they win. Uh, they can't obviously lose to Nebraska. But I think they beat Penn State, too, and are yeah. safely in the NCAA tournament. So, Saturday, you have the... Michigan Wolverines. We both have the Michigan Wolverines against the Fighting Illini. Give me your Illini. It's hard to beat the team three times. Uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm doing what I want. Um, you know what? Give me the Illini as well. You really talked yourself into this during the pod because before the pod, I got up in I, Iowa. Uh, no, I can't not do it, though. <laughs> no, no, it's actually good. And we both have the uh, Michigan State Spartans against the uh, – Maryland Terps. They split on each other's home court, uh, but I, I like the way Michigan State's playing right now. Give me Michigan State. Michigan State's rolling, but to be different, I am picking the uh, Maryland Terrapins. All right. Big Ten Championship. I have Illinois-Maryland. You have Illinois-Michigan State. 
I'm going with Izzo and the Spartans. And I want to puke about that because Michigan State, if you know me, is my second least favorite college basketball program by a wide margin. I do think. But they're good. I do kind of think Illinois is going to lose to Iowa on Friday. Well, you can't. You already um, got I'm, not, I'm not going to go back on it. Um, it's hard to beat a team three times, so give me the Illini to win the Big Ten tournament. Didn't you go and get your double Hate buy it, thing man. you said earlier before the podcast? Yes, I did, and that's uh, this is actually going to be the J-Man's Bucket Prediction of the Week. I said it contradict itself, which is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm, contact Travis, 219-869-4561. Also, his email is travis.watchering at infb.com. And we appreciated him joining the show last week. Yes, sir. I think at least two double bye teams will lose on Friday. I contradicted myself in my picks. So but you think either Wisconsin? I think Wisconsin and Illinois are actually going to probably be the two that lose because I don't see Michigan State losing to Ohio State or Purdue or Maryland losing to Indiana or um, Penn State. Penn State. So or, or possibly Nebraska. Nebraska or Northwestern or Minnesota. For Illinois, or oh. no, 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 no. For uh, I screwed that one up. Hopefully, Minnesota can get Iowa, but for some reason, I feel like Northwestern is going to beat Minnesota now. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, real quick before I do my first mock draft, um, how about the other big conferences? Who do you have winning the ACC, Big East, Big Twelve, and Pac twelve? I'm not. I did. I did my picks last night, but didn't even look up the. Brackets. Well, first I have to go through and see who oh which team plays in these conferences. Uh, give me give me Kansas in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I that's, think that's a pretty easy one. I think they're the best team in the country, and will get the number one overall seed. Um, ACC is kind of up for grabs. Give me Duke, even though they're not the one seed. Florida State is, but give me Duke. Virginia, watch, watch out for Virginia. Been rolling. They're, they just they're probably only going to get four teams in the tournament, and it'll be Florida State, Duke, Virginia, Louisville. Yep. Um, I don't think Florida State does it. I could see them losing on Thursday. Uh, give me Louisville. Okay. Big East. Um, give me Creighton. It's my dark horse for the final Creighton's four. Creighton's up to seven in the country they right beat now. Seton Hall by 17 uh, last but- week. Butler's ranked again. That was a heartbreaker for Xavier. Might keep him out of the tournament. Yeah, Kamar will. Baldwin hits a deep three with about a second and a half left. Um. I think Villanova is the most overrated team maybe in the country. Uh, give me Seton Hall. Miles a Powell. guy like Miles Powell can carry him. And then uh, Pac-12. Uh, Pac-12 and then SEC. Pac-12. Oh, yeah. um, and we, and we got to do the my dad's that's fight right. for fantasy. Gosh, I'm going to have to fight through my mock draft. UCLA had a heartbreaking loss on Saturday at USC. They mm-hmm. took the lead late in USC drills with three at the buzzer. I'm taking Arizona State. They're twenty and eleven. Yep, I'm taking strictly on the bubble right yep. now. Taking, I'm going off the cuff um, a little bit. Give me Oregon. All right, I'm you kind like of Pritchard, uh, don't you? I do like Peyton Pritchard. SEC, SEC. Let's see here. Give me Kentucky. They came back and beat Florida. Who besides? Oh, they choked, besides North man. Carolina. I think Florida is the most disappointing team in the country. Besides North Carolina. Florida came in ranked yeah. top top five, ten. I think, I think they were six. Um, yeah, Kentucky's just, I think, I think head and shoulders better than the rest of the teams in the SEC. Give me Auburn. Okay. I hate Bruce Pearl. I was going to say, he likes Wanna fucking Pearl. smash his face. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't, I don't promote violence on this show. 
And uh, your father is in a uh, Big Ten fantasy league. Yep, it's all scoring. 100% scoring, scoring only. He needs a Big Ten tournament team of five players. Well, he, in my opinion, I have Michigan State going all the way. So take Cassius, Cassius Winston, Winston and Xavier Tillman both. Take them both. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yes. Um, I have Illinois going to the Big Ten championship. So give me Io DeSumo on there as well. Yes, I will agree with you there. And then I would look at Michigan. I have Michigan playing three games. Give me Isaiah Livers on that Michigan team over any other guy. Maybe Franz Wagner, but give me Livers if yep. he can stay healthy. Yep. So yep. I have Winston, Io, Livers. And I have, of course, I have Maryland going to the um, Big Ten Championships. Yep. So give me Cowan. I like to pick guards because they're usually the ones at the free throw line late, picking up easy uh, chunks of uh, points at the line. And give me Jalen Smith. Yeah. Um, you know, and give me Lamar Stevens. Played two games, in my opinion. So. He kind of, as the whole Penn State team, as I said, limped mm-hmm. to the finish yeah, line, but, but definitely uh, yep. Lamar Stevens really struggled down the stretch. If 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 Rutgers could win with their first game, maybe a Geo or, or Harper. Ron, Ron Harper, I believe, made third team. Did he make a – I don't know. I know one guy that had him third team. I was actually going to ask you about – Purdue Rutgers. Oh, oh, and I do have a real quick trivia question for you. Um, Purdue Rutgers. Was the uh, Jacob Young dunk a top five dunk you've seen at Mackey Arena? Probably. It silenced the crowd pretty good. I can't think of other. That was to start overtime and yeah. uh, over a 7-3 guy, too. With, with his offhand. He's left-handed. He dunked yeah. it right-handed. I know the best dunk I've probably ever seen there was that Ray Rice alley-oop one-handed uh, back in 2015, this one's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, uh, my quick trivia question for you before I do the mock draft is, uh, what other state besides Alaska has never had a team in the NCAA tournament? Never had a team in the NCAA tournament. So there's 48 tournament. states that have been represented in the NCAA tournament. Alaska and one other state has never been. One other state. Yep. I got it first strike. Oh, Delaware. No, good guess, though. Maine. Oh, crap. Good guess. Right, right up in the northeast. Yep. yep. I don't even really know any D1 colleges besides Maine University or University of Maine. It's got to be the only one there, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Uh, you ready for my mock draft? Yes, one sir. You know who I miss already? Yandy Conjuiced. Remember him last year? Yandy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a name. Yeah, forgot about that. Miss him. I think he's a Patriot, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Number one with the first pick in the NFL draft, the Cincinnati Bengals. Take Joe Burrow, quarterback, Louisiana State University. He will pull an Eli and not put the hat on. All right. We will see about that. Book it. Number two, the Redskins are going to take Chase Young, defensive end from Ohio State. I don't know if it's just a smoke screen or anything, but they are very interested in the quarterback class. And yeah, could, uh, it. It would be – a major shakeup if they took Tua at two. Yep. Be interesting. Number three, a team that could go quarterback route in the Detroit Lions. They but are I have a wild them going well. cornerback out Jeff, of Ohio State. Jeff Okuda? Jeff Okuda. So I got back to back Ohio State Buckeyes. Do you see that three. reporter who asked him at the uh, combine, uh, or he said something like, You have a tendency to get sloppy. Um, 
What do you think about that? He says, sloppy how? Well, you have pass interferences, uh, penalties, stuff like that. And Akuda went back at him and said, I did not have one pass interference call this year. That guy was canned. <laughs> he was canned. Cost himself a job. Yeah, he's good. Number four, I got the New York football giants. Taking Isaiah Simmons, linebacker from Clemson. He tore up the combine, ran a 4-3-9. He's a linebacker, can play safety, can even play nickel. He seems like a giant player nickel back. for some reason. I don't know why. He's a good player. Number five, got your Miami Dolphins finding their quarterback of the future in Tua Tagovailoa. 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 Tongue. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Tongue, wow. Tongue, tongue of Aloha. Yeah, um, Tua. I was just going to say Tua. They love Jordan Love, though. Yes. I regret doing that. Hopefully no one... Uh, oh, that's getting to... Memifies me. Yeah, that's... Wow. You forgot we're on TV, did you? I did for a second. <laughs> Number six, I got the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Of Carson City. Of Carson City, yes. Not, not anymore, of Inglewood. Oh, Okay. Taking the quarterback of their future, Justin Herbert. Herbert. I think that's like the least kept secret or worst kept secret in the They uh, will start draft. him from day one, I think. Number seven, I got the Carolina. Really? Yeah. He Maybe should be. Rod, he should be ready. Good God. He <laughs> started four straight years. Number seven, I got the Carolina Panthers taking Derek Brown, defensive lineman from Auburn. Auburn. Pretty good. Kind of a boring pick, but uh, they need some help at the He's a good player. DT spot. Uh, number eight, this might be a reach, but I've kind of read this team's interested in this guy. Number eight, the Arizona Cardinals are going to get some speedy wide receiver help in Henry Ruggs from Alabama. He lit up the combine, ran a 4-2-8. Most people have him anywhere from like 12 to 20, Just but so I, I took him up a few spots. Not a reach, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say. Um, number nine, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking another Big Ten guy, so I'll be three Big Ten guys in the top mm-hmm. ten. Uh, Jedrick, uh, nope, nope, nope. Tristan Wirfs, offense tackle from Iowa. Wirfs, he had a great combine as well. Um, he ran stupid fast mm-hmm. for an offensive lineman. Number 10, I got the Cleveland Browns taking Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle from Alabama. I was reading one, one too far. Back to back tackles. Number 11, got the New York Jets taking yet another Alabama guy, wide receiver Jerry Judy. How it stank. <laughs> Don't have anyone throwing the ball, though. Number 12, got the Las Vegas Raiders making their first ever pick as the Las Vegas That's going to take me in ye- Vegas. going to take me years. I'm going to call them Oakland for years. In Vegas. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver from Oklahoma. It's pretty good. Hope they don't do that, but that seems like a fast player that, that the Raiders have historically Watch out liked. for quarterback there. That would be surprising. Number 13, I got the Indianapolis Colts taking a quarterback. Jordan Love from Utah State. I would hate that. I think he has. Uh, Even if they end up getting Phillip Rivers, like I think they will, I think they go quarterback. He has a lot of similar tools to Patrick Mahomes, um, which he was taken right around that spot, wasn't he? Where was he in the draft? Was he 10th? Yes, he was. They, so uh, right, Kansas City trade off with Buffalo. Right in that area. Well, of hopefully course. he turns out more like Paxton Lynch if he goes to Indianapolis. Of course, I'm not saying he's going to be Patrick Mahomes because I don't know if we'll ever see a quarterback like him. Um, but he has a lot of similar tools. Probably more more raw, I would say. Now I'm going to get into a name that I'm going to botch. Oh, yeah. Number 14, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm, I got them taking edge rusher from LSU. Clavion. Clavion Chason. Chason, yeah. Thank you. Yep. 
Pretty good bad. pick. Pretty good pick. At number 15, my Denver Broncos. I'm hoping they go wide receiver, but the wide receivers I wanted, I already had going off the board. Garrett Bowles' twin brother. <laughs> Not even close. I got them getting cornerback help, even though they traded for a cornerback last week in A.J. Boye from the Jaguars. I have them getting C.J. Henderson from Florida. Number 16, got the Atlanta Falcons taking Javon Kinlaw, defensive lineman from South Carolina. Number 17, I got the Dallas Cowboys taking Xavier McKinney, safety from Alabama. That's four Alabama players for anybody counting. We're getting into players I've never heard of now. Number 18, your Miami Dolphins got this pick from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got them getting some offensive tackle help. They need it. From Louisville. Oh, yes. Makai Becton. Yep. Love it. Yep. He had a great combine, too. He's a big boy. He's actually a lot of people I'm predicting in the top 10, but I had him sliding down a little bit. I hope he does. Number 19, the Las Vegas Raiders got this pick from the Khalil Mack trade with the Bears. Still getting a first-rounder out of that. Uh, I got them getting Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU. A lot of LSU players getting off the board, too, but they were national champions. I was going to say, when you win a national title, that helps. And number 20, Jacksonville. This is from the L.A. Rams. I got them also taking an LSU guy. Jalen Ramsey trade. What? Jalen Ramsey trade. Uh, Cornerback Kristen Fulton. Yes. And number 21, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. This is not going to happen because this would be three straight LSU players in a row. Got them getting Justin Jefferson, wide receiver. He had an unbelievable year. Uh, had a great combine, too. Great route runner. Um, you know, your success rate, you should hope for like five. You get correct. I think last year I got four correct, and the one I was most happy was Daniel Jones at six to the Giants. Yeah, because you predicted that early before yeah. he was actually getting the buzz. I was looking at my – I did three mock drafts last year. Not, I'll probably do three again this year. The first one I did, I had Drew Locke to the Broncos at 15. Or not 15, but uh, at 10 last year. Got him a lot later. Got him in second round. So that was later. kind of funny how that worked out. Uh, number 22, we got the Buffalo Bills taking a big 10 player here. It's here, Gross Matos, defensive lineman from Penn State. He's a good one. Perfect system fit for the Dolphins. I hope he falls to, uh, they pick at 26. Uh, the Dolphins next pick, yeah, 26. Uh, number 23, got New England Patriots. I about slid this guy out of the first round because of his combine performance, but I got them getting A.J. Epineza, edge rusher from Iowa. He's a guy that could go like second or third round, but then have a great career. It just seems like a guy New England would, he'd fall to New England and become yeah. great. Um, when's the last time they've picked this early? It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know. Uh, number 24, got the New Orleans Saints taking Jeff Jeff Glad, Gladney, cornerback from TCU. Honestly, say I've never heard of him. I think he, he was all Big 12, if not all, all American cornerback. Do anything against Purdue this year? I'm sure he shut down. He shut down Rondell Moore. I'm pretty sure he was the corner that did that. Rondell, yeah. that was the last game he played healthy, and he was a no factor that night. 25, got the Minnesota Vikings taking Trayvon Diggs, cornerback from Alabama. Seems like they take a cornerback every single year. This but, class uh, is so deep on defensive backs and wide, wide receivers. receivers. Speed everywhere. Yeah. So, Number 26, your Miami Dolphins have their third and last first Miami round pick Dolphins, from a Miami Dolphins. trade with the Houston Texans. 
I got them going with Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin. They're in desperate need of a running back. Their current running back, whose name is escaping me, is the worst running back in the NFL. So would you be happy with these three picks? That Absolutely. You did a sensational job. I'll make sure not to, even being sarcastic I'll make sure to do a bad this. job with them next time. Jonathan Taylor had a great combine, yes, ran so much faster than I thought he was capable of. No, I didn't, yeah. Like even. a 4.38 mm-hmm. or 4.39? I thought he'd be like a 4.5 guy, yep. but... Number 27 got the Seattle Seahawks taking Ross Blacklock, defensive lineman from TCU. Ross Blacklock. Another, another TCU guy. Hmm. Number 28 got the Baltimore Ravens giving Mark Ingram some help in the backfield, getting DeAndre Swift, the running back from Georgia. I about, I about had him going to Miami. They have about four running backs there in Baltimore. I know it, but they can never have one stick. Number 29, uh, Tennessee, I got them taking Austin Jackson, offensive lineman from USC. Number 30, I got Green Bay giving uh, Aaron Rodgers some speedy help here. He and, needs help. And uh, Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. Um, their wide receiving core outside of Devontae Adams is poor. Yes, always really has been. I mean, they had those years with Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Um, Greg Jennings years James ago. Jones, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Donald Driver is more like Brett Favre, it seems like. <laughs> he was. He's been gone a long time. I mean, then we're, still, going, we're going to Antonio still Freeman, alive, Bubba Franks, all those guys. <laughs> uh, number 31, you got your NFC champion and Super Bowl runner-up, San Francisco 49ers. Got them taking Cam- Cameron uh, Dantzler, cornerback from Mississippi State. And number 32, the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. I got them taking... Uh, Is that G- paying you to say? A little bit. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins, this, or running back from Ohio State. They're kind of running back by committee there, and they need a guy um, like that to give them consistent carries. Damien Williams is one of the better um, postseason running backs ever um, these past couple years. Jamal Charles is done, I think. Um, of course, Green. Jamal Charles has not did not play football last um, year. And I get him the, and LaShawn McCoy he, he mixed up. He was on up. the Broncos last time yeah. he played in the NFL. Get him and LaShawn McCoy mixed up. So yeah, I think, I think McCoy's done. Yeah, Shady. It's been a good run there, Shady. Um, but they absolutely need a running back. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Got anything else you want to add before I hit birdie bogey? Well, for golf fans, it's a fun weekend. It's the fifth major. It's the Players' Championship going on this weekend. Give me Rory. Uh, he'll be in contention. He was in contention this past weekend. He won there last year. It's a uh, course that sets up great for guys who are accurate off the tee. Um, there's a lot of good fan favorite um, threesomes here. You got, well, this isn't the fan favorite, but Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, and Hideki Matsuyama is a group. You got Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth. How's it going? Um, got... Tyrell Hatton, who just won this week, Max Homa and Paul Casey. Uh, let's see here. Let me try. Uh, Tiger Woods is not playing this week. Um, I'm trying to find. There's a couple. Other. Here's an interesting one. Victor Hovland, Colin uh, Morikawa, and Matthew Wolf, all three great oh, rookies Mikawa. last year. Um, Matt Kuchar, Hendrick Stinson, Sergio Garcia, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Xander Schauffele. That's a really good group. Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, John Rahm. That's a power that's group. That's pretty good um, I've heard of those three guys. Brent Snedeker, Jim Furyk, Tommy Fleetwood. Jim Furyk, John Gross, Andrew Putnam, Tony Finau, Zach Johnson. I mean, this is just, I mean, the player of all players are in this tournament. It's, it's, it's a fun one What they call it, the fifth major? Fifth major. It's uh, the highest person golf for a single tournament. Uh, Island Green at TBC Sawgrass. So, uh 
Very cool tournament. Uh, kind of like a Rory pick, but uh, I'm going to go with the Spaniard, John Rahm. John Rahm. He's kind of a hothead, isn't he? Yes. Can be. If, if things, if he hits like bad couple shots in a row, it's probably round over for him, isn't, isn't yeah, it usually? I, unless somebody says something bad about Patrick Reed, then I'm switching my pick to him because he gets fired up and <laughs> seems to win tournaments when criticism comes his way. You love Patrick Reed. You just I'm not love a, him. Yeah, he's a top five, uh, one of my top five favorites, actually. You I like don't know the if you worst, knew that or not, worst people. <laughs> I like the way he plays the game, besides from the few cheating aspects. I like the way he's, you know, well, I can't, yeah, I'm back myself in the corner. <laughs> All right, give me the birdie bogey. First, who was the last Illini ever to make All Big Ten first team? Oh, the, oh the most recent player. Mm-hmm. Man. Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the last seven years. Hasn't been in the last seven years. Was it Demetri McCamey? It was Demetri McCamey. Good right. call. 2010. Okay. It's hard to believe he's been out of college bath. He was a junior that year. Who was the last Illinois player to win Big Ten Freshman of the Year? This was kind of a down freshman class, the one he won. Was it D. Brown? No. Darren? No. D. D. Brown did win Freshman of the Year that year, so but he was since, not the last so one. Since him, it was was it um, Brandon Paul? No. That same class, though. Shoot. Tisdale? DJ Richardson. Over. I forgot he even played at Illinois. Over Christian Watford. Oh, my. Wow. Tis- Tisdale came in with McCamey. Okay. Paul I, and Richardson. I get all those guys screwed up. Which that was also 2010. So, I don't remember. Ellen. They have had three straight uh, freshmen on the all-freshman team. Trent Frazier, his freshman year, I would assume, last year. and uh, That's pretty good. Kofi Coburn. That's pretty good this year. Could it continue next year? I'm going to say yes. They have two top freshmen coming in. Andre Curbelo and Adam Miller has a good chance to continue. I don't know who else anyone has in the Big Ten, of course, but uh, everybody's. I mean, got to have some decent players. Yeah, this is Illinois' best recruiting class coming in next year for the first time, and probably since the program-changing class of Jeremy Richmond, Myers Leonard, and Crandall Head. That worked out awesome. Sounds like the movement, the movement 2.0. Richmond's in prison. Leonard's in the NBA. The movement didn't turn out so well. Yogi was the only one who who lasted. Who? Yogi, remember when they had the movement? Oh, that was the movement class? Who came in with Yogi? Was it Hollowell? Yeah, all those guys. Hollowell stunk. He ended up at, what, Georgia State? Uh, Who else came in with Yogi? You don't remember? I'd have to look it up, and we don't have enough time. I don't remember either. Disappointed in myself. Yogi was really good, though. I mean, yeah, they sure they came in on that team well, that was ranked did, number was one. Was part of that class? Was Cody? He was the he year. Jumped. Be- he, he was the year before. Okay. He he was a two and done. Why was that called the moment? Oh, okay. The Zeller year. Who came in with Zeller? Dude, I I don't remember either. The year before was that it was Dippo and um, Will Sheehy. When did Elston come in? He was like 2009. He was a year older than us. Um, so he was with Holes then. Yeah, him and Jordy okay. came in together. All right. Remember Daniel Moore, Tom Pritchard, yeah, those days. Some good ones now. Uh, who, who came in with those? Ver, Verdell Jones actually ended up being pretty good for yep. a guy that wasn't ranked Wow, very we got high. off on a tangent. Here, and so. uh, kind of – didn't he tear his ACL like the last yes. game he played? Yes. In the Big Ten tournament, he missed their NCAA tournament run. That's going to do it for episode, uh, I think, 173 of the Tan and J-Man a show. A lot. Thanks for watching the ISC Sports Network. Make sure you uh, download the free app. Thanks for listening wherever you're listening, uh, whether it's 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, I've never heard that one. Yeah. Um, pretty much anywhere except SoundCloud. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and give us a review. We really appreciate it. Until next week, we'll see you later. Have a great week, everybody.